0: I think when you start a relationship, it's almost like, oh, I've accomplished what I wanted to. That's it. That's it. Mission accomplished. Got a relationship. I'm in. I'm in. Not, okay, now how do I be the best partner I can be? Not, how do I learn more about my partner every day?
1: You stop being grateful. You start taking things for granted. You forget what it was like lonely and single. You 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 stop saying I love you as much. You stop you know doing the things around the house, whatever. You just slowly let this go and you don't realize that the house is rotting.
0: Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,310, One Place You Really Need to Be Honest with Yourself. Today for episode number 1,311, Why Relationships Get Stale. So I was, I don't know if I was in the office on Saturday. I was either in the office Friday or Saturday and Taryn yelled to me. She said, Hey babe, come here. And I was like, I can't, I can't write the second. Uh, I will be with you shortly, but what's going on? And she said, nothing. I got to show you something. I need to show you something. And then I was like, all right, cool. I finished what I was doing. I ran to her. And then she's like, do you have your phone? And I said, no, my phone's in the office. She's like, Oh, you need your phone for this. And I was like, okay, let me go get my phone. So I go get my phone. And she said, look at your phone. And I said, all right, I'm looking at my phone. She said, do you see the thing I just sent you? And I was like, no. And then I found it, okay? This is what she sent me. She found an app, and this is not, we're not sponsored by or not getting any money for this, but I wanna at least shout the name of the app out because it's a really good app. And the app is called Paired. And the goal of this app is for you to ask, well, it asks you questions, it's a great story, and you have to answer questions based on your, experience and the experience of your partner so it's kind of like this is long before our day alan it's kind of like the newlywed game so the newlywed game was this game where you would go on and they would say um alan answered five questions and i have to get those answers right so number one what's alan's favorite food it's like i don't know pad thai cool sushi what's sushi what's alan's favorite movie it's like uh uh goodwill hunting yes cool you got that one right whatever that's kind. the Lion King. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and I are not newlyweds. It's very clear. So I, I download this app and the first thing I answered was questions like that. What's your favorite, what's your partner's favorite season? What's their favorite food? What's their favorite color? And it was, it was very interesting. And I asked Taryn, I said, where'd you find that? She said, I don't know. I just, I came across it on social media and I figured it was a really good way for us to continue growing together. And I was like, well, that was very thoughtful and I'm excited. And now we have a streak going just like we we would a Snapchat streak. And I think we're on three days or four days, depending on what day we started. But why am I telling you about this app? Because one of the reasons relationships get stale is because people, people stop working on them. That's one. The other thing, the other interesting thing is, and Alan and I were talking about this before, when it comes to fitness goals, there's a number on the scale that suggest whether or not you're going the right way. The the way your clothes fit, that's another suggestion of whether or not you're going the right way. There's a lot of- The mirror. The, way you f- the mirror, the way you feel, the way you perform in the gym, whatever. There's a lot of suggestions on whether or not you're making progress. When it comes to wealth, the number in your bank account is a good suggestion of whether or not you're making, you're making progress. Uh, how much you're spending, what you're spending money on how much you're getting on your paycheck. Those are all really good suggestions of whether or not you're making progress. But in relationships, what do you measure? Well, I don't know. It it feels good. It's like, okay, that's one thing to measure. But how do you measure the progress of a relationship? It's very, very, very challenging to do that. And I think that there's a slow burn. There's a slow burn where you meet and maybe you fall for someone or you start dating someone. And in the beginning, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. relationships are one of the, the weirder things where the, the beginning is very easy, where weight loss is hard in the beginning. Building a business is hard in the beginning in the beginning of a relationship. It's all sunshine and rainbows and it's very easy. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of conflict. There's not a lot of resistance being around one another is enough. And I'm not saying that it isn't still to this day, but it's different. It's just easier. You're, you got all the good chemicals flowing, you know, you're you're doing things for the first time, going on dates, being intimate, meeting families, and that's all kind of easy, but you stop doing what got you to the dance. Why are you smiling at me? Because it's a good episode.
1: <laughs> and I never made that distinction either. So I'm also grateful. I didn't, to, I didn't either. The fact that business was, entrepreneurship in the beginning is so hard. Fitness journey yeah. is really hard in the beginning. I never made that connection. So that, that's why I'm smiling more than anything.
0: I didn't I didn't either until you and I were talking about it. Cause it's like I mean, the first month of dating is usually pretty easy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because it's not
0: real, I think. I think that's part of it, right? It's like <laughs> it's not super yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a test run and it's kind of a I mean, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes, but the mistakes aren't weighed as heavily because you're you both feel really good and you're learning stuff about each other. But that's the interesting thing is you know what to do to get better health goal uh, health results potentially you know what to do to get better wealth results but a lot of us it's just like what habits do you have in your relationship what habits did you cultivate early on so that really is the thought process behind this episode is when you start a relationship it's pretty easy and you can be successful for a, a period of time without having any habits but eventually when you get deeper in when you get you know maybe you're a year in maybe you're two years in maybe you're running a business or work is busier and you're working more overtime or you have conflict going on with your family you you're going to have to resort to the habits you've built and if you haven't built habits it's going to be very hard to succeed and the last thing i'll say is another reason relationships get so stale is because you don't know what your partner actually values imagine if Again, I'm, I'm using Alan and I as an example just because you know Alan and I better than you know Taryn or Emilia, but imagine if my podcasting goals were no longer to podcast about what we talk about. How miserable would this be for me every day? Yeah. And, but you love it because it's like, Kev, it's growth, it's growth. It's like, no, I want to talk about whatever. I want to talk about MMA. I want to talk about fighting. It, that if this was an, a love language for Alan, recording self-improvement content, and for me, it's not a love language and it it drains my cup. That's going to be very important for us to know too, because it's not a partnership that's going to be able to last a long period of time. So that's the other thing is you might not understand what actually fills your partner's cup, what actually fills your own, how those connect. So
1: Emilia and I have a business together that helps relationships connect at a deeper level. And it's fascinating that I never really made the connection of how entrepreneurship is so difficult in the beginning. Health journeys are typically really difficult in the beginning. Um, although I do think that when it comes to muscle building, you can build a lot of muscle in the early stages, Mm. but with relationships, there's sort of four stages that I wanted to bring up and I'm going to give credit to Tori Leto. Uh, Tori Leto is a dear friend of ours and she spoke at one of our events and I'll never forget it. She gets on stage and she was actually pregnant with her. How many kids does she have second child or third child the second the second, second child everybody. at the time and she's she had note cards and it was she was like thank you so much for having me and it was actually really really strong and the very first thing she said is the point of an intimate relationship is growth and everyone was like whoa i had never really thought about it that way before Same personally way. she said if the point of your intimate relationship is growth you're more likely to succeed because you're always going to get that and it was really kind of that thing But she said that every relationship has three phases, and I'm going to add a fourth for the single people that are listening. So the first stage, if you're single, is the attraction phase. You're trying to become the type of person who can attract your dream partner, okay? So you might be in that stage. That's stage one. Stage two, which is Tori's stage one, is the infatuation stage, which Kevin was mentioning. The first month, the first three months, the first six months, it's honeymoon stage. This is the infatuation stage, the honeymoon stage. This is the Dopamine is going crazy and just being together is enough. Getting coffee is an adventure, that kind of thing. Then you go into the stage that most of our clients at relationship talks come to us in this sort of stage. Not all of them. Some of them are in the commitment stage, but most of them come in this stage, which is the power struggle stage. The power struggle stage is when you're starting to get serious the honeymoon stage has ended. You're no longer flowing constantly with dopamine and you know oxytocin and, and endorphins because the law of familiarity has creeped in, and now you're starting to really get to know each other at a deeper level. And this is where it's like, okay, are our core aspirations, aka our goals, our core values, and our core beliefs aligned here? And so an ideal intimate relationship is where you have similar goals similar core values and similar core beliefs, but different core competencies. Now, this is a spectrum in terms of compatibility. All of you have heard that. So stage one, attraction phase. You do not have a partner yet, but you're trying to become the type of person who can attract the right partner. Stage two, the infatuation stage, honeymoon stage, endorphins. Stage three, power struggle stage. Power struggle. Uh, You know, I like the dishes done at night she likes to do the dishes in the morning or vice versa. Okay, I'll give you a tiny example. So Emilia loves to have the dishes done at night. I don't want to do them Same. till the morning, straight up. I want to do them in the morning. And honestly, sometimes not even then, right? It is what it is, that's just one example, but there's a thousand things that you might have different opinions on. Third stage, this is the stage that I'm definitely in, the stage that you're definitely in, Kev, uh, as you are now married. That's correct. So uh, this is the stage of the commitment stage. This is where it's, okay, the future is certain. We want to be with each other and we know it and we don't want to be with anyone else and we are together forever. That's what we both have agreed that we want, okay? The future is certain. The how and the now can adapt and change. Those are the four stages, the four phases of an intimate relationship. And my question that I wrote down is, what stage are you in? And Kev, I don't know if that's where you wanted this episode to go, but I think one of the reasons that relationships get stale is you don't know what stage you're in. You don't know what the next, next stage is. And if you are in the commitment stage, that doesn't mean that you don't have to spice it up. That doesn't mean that you don't have to still go on dates, still do these special things that you you both value. And so hopefully everyone can recognize which stage they're in and then figure out what the next stage is. And if you are on stage four, the way that I would say this is this. There's that quote, success is something you can never buy. It has to be earned. And it's something you can never achieve. It has to be earned. The rent is due every day. Okay, so just because you buy a house doesn't mean you own it. The bank still owns it. You have to pay the mortgage. That's a good analogy, I think, for an intimate relationship. This is what Emilia and I say on Relationship Talks events. We have this slide on every single event, literally. It's a Jenga tower in the background, and it says love isn't built in a day. It's built every day. And that's the quote here. And so if you're in the commitment stage, that does not mean you're done. It actually means you're at the beginning of a new journey that you have to earn every single day. And if you want a magnificent relationship, you're going to have to figure out how to make sure your relationship doesn't get stale.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I wanted to go. I just think it's an interesting conversation to have where it's almost like for a lot of us, a relationship is something that we, we want, we get, and then we have. And that's just kind of where it stops. And then we stop. <laughs> I know that sounds probably overly, overly simplistic, but when you want a relationship, a lot of people aren't necessarily reverse engineering. When I get a relationship, I'm going to be this type of partner. A lot of us are thinking of, I want a relationship because I want whatever At quality time, physical touch. I want somebody
1: who's going to support me. I want love. I want closeness. I want to start a family. It's not even that. It's it's I don't want to be lonely anymore. That's part of it. It's I don't want to be alone. It's I don't want you know. So it's fears as well as desires.
0: But I think a lot of people just and again I'm as as guilty if not more guilty than most humans when it comes to this. I think when you start a relationship, it's almost like oh, I've accomplished what I wanted to. That's it. That's it. Mission accomplished. Got a relationship. I'm in. I'm in. Not okay. Now how do I be the best partner I can be? Not. How do I learn more about my partner every day? That and it's it's this weird thing too, where a relationship kind of, and I'm I'm gonna say this, it's not true, but a relationship kind of runs on its own, where a business doesn't. If you and I don't show up, nothing happens. There's, no episode is gonna get done, and miraculously, it just doesn't work that way. But if I, Tara and I live together, if we pass each other every day for a week, like we're still in a relationship. Yeah, it, it doesn't would... end. I know, you know? Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan. And I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I have been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life. Your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then
1: you are blessed. One thing that I will say that I think is powerful that you, I want to try to make this land better, is a relationship. If you stop investing, it stays, but a great relationship never will.
0: Yeah, fair. Well and said. I think
1: that that's true. Whereas in business, I think a business can stay for a while if you don't do anything more, but a great business definitely can. not mm. And I think that that's probably a, a good frame for people to think from.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's very challenging because I just think that the decay rate, that's probably not the best way to put it. It just... If you stop pouring, it stays, like you said. But behind the scenes, the walls are starting to crack and the walls are starting to crack and the walls are starting to crack. And then by the time you get around to figuring out, oh, things are stale, there's a lot of damage, quote unquote, potentially mm-hmm. to repair. Mm-hmm. But it, it really is, you have to be... And again, if you're if you're in a relationship with somebody who is a very, very good partner and a great communicator, I know you and I are very blessed to have amazing partners, Definitely. which makes it easier when somebody comes out and says, Hey, I feel blank. I need more of blank. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that was running under the radar. But that's also an acquired skill that takes time to hone, where if you're in the beginning, like think of people who are in newer relationships. In the beginning, you don't, you can't imagine it getting stale like, this could never possibly get stale. This is amazing. The best thing I've ever had. <laughs> it still is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. But I'm also stressed out, and Taryn's stressed out because of work and business and life. And, you know, I'm going to the gym and she's working late. Things get hard. And if you don't continue to tap into that, I am, I am not here just to get my needs met. I'm here to be a great partner. Whatever that means. If you want to go... You know, Taryn loves tea houses, so we went to we went to Salem recently, and I took her to like this really nice tea house. I don't care about tea; I don't like tea at all. But like that fills her cup, so that's another thing is you have to understand. Just because the relationship isn't getting stale for you does not mean it's not getting stale overall. I think that's mm-hmm. another interesting thing.
1: And you may you may want to be in shape, but you might that you don't like tea or tea houses, mm. but you also don't like working out every day definitely but you not. want to be I don't in shape it. that's why i don't do it <laughs> uh the analogy that came up for me when you were talking was when you buy a home i'm very fortunate to have a condo so luckily they do most of everything <laughs> um for a fee but those fees are still you still have to pay those if you don't pay those you're you know you're Jeff. so there's always a a. uh and we're going to do an episode later this week on, you can't, it's something along these lines, you can't want the pros without the the negatives. And I don't want this to sound negative because it's not, but if you don't renovate the house and you don't keep up the land and you don't make sure that the, okay, here's a good analogy. Picture a home that was built in the 1970s and someone just didn't take care of it at all. Now it's, overgrown, there's shrubbery, there's vines on the side of the house, the roof is falling off. Everyone knows that you can't sell that house for very much. The, The person didn't upkeep the house. Now, if you do want to rebuild that house or rebuild that relationship in this analogy, you have to tear that thing down and build an entirely new foundation. Whereas if you actually kept up the house the whole time, you wouldn't have to tear it down in order to you know what I mean? I think what happens in relationships is the it's slowly degrading over time and you don't notice it. You don't notice it. You don't notice it. You don't notice it. You don't do anything about it. You don't do anything about it. You don't do anything about it. You stop being grateful. You start taking things for granted. You forget what it was like lonely and single. You mm. you you stop saying I love you as much. You stop you know, doing the things around the house, whatever. You just slowly let this go and you don't realize that the house is rotting. And then all of a sudden, eventually by the time you notice it, now you're calling in a therapist or you're trying to get us on relationship talks coaching because you're like, crap, we've really screwed this up and we didn't even know. And th- there's no point of no return because I've seen couples come back from things that are really, really challenging. But I'll tell you what, it would have been a lot easier if you just did it along the way, yeah. you know, and so you're either going to pay up front and play later or you're going to play now and pay later. And that's true for everything, whether it's your physique or your business or your relationship. And you kind of have to measure something. And so the last thing I'll say in this episode is we do top five cup fillers and we actually narrowed it down at Next Level Live to top three cup fillers. But Emilia and I actually do have a love score. If anyone is curious, reach out. But Emilia and I both track five cup fillers every single week and we see whether or not we're improving or not in those cup fillers each week. And so we have a love score. And so it just keeps a pulse on whether or not we're investing in our relationship. What I will say is it's difficult because you change and you evolve. So for example, one of her top cup fillers used to be deep conversations. She got to a point where she was like, honestly, definitely not anymore. That's what it used to be prior to being in a relationship with me because deep conversations is not a something that I, I, it's something we do all the time to the point where she's like this no, if anything, this is a cup drainer at this stage. It's not, but these evolve and these change as we grow, and that's what I think makes it complicated. Not only do you not have a system that measures whether or not your relationship is growing or not, but on top of that, when the relationship grows, the system changes, and so it's it's there's no wonder why kev, there's no wonder why people yeah. get divorced man it is It is very clear to me. At 34 years old, why most people get divorced. Yeah. It's hard. It's not um, easy. I think it's most people now. I'm not sure what the stats say, but I think it's over 50% now. Mm. Um, so it is. Well, it, and long. It's supposed to be work, and I think people don't want to think of it that way. Because in the beginning, it isn't. In the yeah. beginning, there's no work. It's all play. Yeah. you know. But if you don't flip that script, I'm telling you, it will flip on you. Um, and so it's important.
0: I would argue, and I, I heard this somewhere, Yeah. Maybe 50, say 50% hypothetically, 50% of marriages end up in divorce. How many other people just don't have the courage to get divorced that are as unhappy? I know. Right. So that number is probably higher. And this is the other interesting thing. Your life, to Alan's point, your life changes so much. New opportunities, new pains, new pleasures, new people, new places, new things, new ideas. But your relationship does not change directly when your life changes. Like we get, say we get 20 new clients. Awesome. That doesn't do anything for my relationship. I mean, yeah, maybe it affords me a new lifestyle financially, but if I don't do anything with it, it doesn't matter. I'm still working. We're still eating dinner the same, you know, it's, it's that it really is. If
1: anything, it might actually get worse because now you're working more.
0: (laughs) That's, that's been a tough part over the last few months. This is, this is the last thing I'll say on this. And I want to make sure I try to say this clearly because I know this might come across in a weird way. But it's almost like unless you are blessed enough to love everything your partner loves, which some of us are, that's great, your relationship will start to get stale when you stop doing the things that you know your partner values that you don't. That would be my quote. It's like the second I stop taking Taryn out for dates is the second we start to get stale, even though I don't value them in the same way she does. Mm-hmm. Or maybe for her, it's you know whatever it is. That, I think that's an interesting way to look at it now I'm not saying you have to sacrifice happiness and that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying naturally unless you have very aligned love languages and very aligned activities that you like to do it's going to be up to each of you separately to say oh you know what today I want to make sure my partner feels blank 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 and blank and then on the other end your partner I want to make sure my partner feels blank 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 and blank because I can do that for myself in different ways, but just because I'm staying up watching UFC on Saturday does not mean that's
1: doing anything for Tyrant. So I just wanted to add that. The the final final thought here, the plot thickens slightly because even if you do have core values that are super, super aligned, if those are all you're doing, even that will get stale. Mm, fair. So that's another piece of no matter what you do, you're going to have to mix it up at times. And I think anyone who thinks otherwise is being naive, is being naive. And I know that I've been guilty of that in the past too. So even if you do have super, because Emilia and I have very aligned yeah. core goals, very, very similar. Core values, very, very similar. Core beliefs, very, very similar. There's very little that aren't aligned. But the things that we end up doing all the time, even those eventually get stale and you have to go mix it up. Yeah. So I think it's just important for everyone to understand that. And so hopefully, hopefully if you're out there listening... Um, if you're single, this will apply when you're not, mm. you know, if you're in a relationship, figure out which stage you're in. And then what what got you here isn't going to get you there. Even if you're, you're in the commitment stage, maybe you've evolved. Maybe you got to recheck in on uh, cup fillers.
0: Last last thing. To your point, going say you and your partner like walks. If you do the same walk every single time you go for a walk, it's probably going to get boring mm-hmm. and stale. It's Alan's mm-hmm. point. So, yeah, very well said. Next level, nation. As you know, we have a private Facebook community filled with like-minded individuals like yourself. If you're looking for a place to be yourself, if you're looking for a place where you can actually talk about what you really care about, you can lean into growth, lean into goals, lean into aspiration, please join our private Facebook group. We're coming up on 700 members. We'd love to have you in there.
1: We're on the last chapter of Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf, and Uh, I'm going to be putting a poll into Next Level Nation. So if you're not in Next Level Nation yet, join that. Like Kevin just said, I'm going to put a poll in there tomorrow that's being posted and you can vote for which book you want next. That's a really good time to join Book Club. I always say you can join Book Club anytime, but a lot of people like to start the book with us. So if you want to start the new book with us, now's the time. Get in Next Level Nation, vote on the poll, register at the link in the show notes.
0: Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,312. Two of the most important things to know about yourself. I'm very excited for that one. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: Keep it interesting. Next Level Nation.